actually turns red. Wow. For, I forgot wow. what it was like to record in person together. It's crazy, I know. I, like, actually, in person. There's just so many goddamn colors on your board. I, I know. It's like I a night bright. Night brights rule. I was actually saying, like, I have like a soundboard, and my wife corrected me. He's like, no, you don't. You have the Playmobil version of a soundboard. <laughs> you just need to know that now. I love her because she keeps me in check. <laughs> as, as a good wife does. I, have they like improved Nightbrite technology or is it still the same thing? I have no idea, but uh, that is something I should look into. How could you improve Nightbrite technology? It's just lighted pegs oh, wait, into light a board. Bright, not night, wait. Is it Lightbrite? I, I, thought, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It is Lightbrite, right? L-I-T-E? I don't know. Yeah, it's Lightbrite. Those are cool. Oh, let's see. You can still get them. They look the... I mean... The box still looks like that, so they have not improved the technology. No, that's the same thing. Okay. You've hit the apex. It's just just plastic, like, translucent pegs going into a light board. Like, you don't make that better. Yeah, it's like a colorful game of Battleship. <laughs> the Hasbro. Nice. I love it. Does Hasbro make the Ouija board, too? Do you remember that whole thing? I think they do, yeah. <laughs> Oh man. I remember getting awesome. warned as a child that it summons the devil, so. I know, you could buy it at Target. It's awesome. I love it. Anyway, hey guys. What's up? It's uh, episode 70. That's the first time I've announced the episode number because that's the first time I've known what number it is. <laughs> yeah, we got past the sex episode last time, the yeah. uh, famous sex number episode. There's a lot of mature jokes, man. 69, dudes! <gasps> 69. <laughs> there were not because we did not realize it was a 69th episode, and I feel really bad about that. just right over it. Pussy. So until we get to like, I don't know, we the just formed up and slid right past it, <laughs> as we say. God damn it. We love it. What's going on? How, how, are, how are things? How are, how are you guys personally? I know how things are just in general, but Jordan? Uh, you know. <laughs> you okay, dude? That's promising. what? You need a hug? Sorry, I kind of disassociated there for Do a second. Do you need a busy with antioxidant vitamin C? No. Good, because I do. These are good for you. Catching a motherfucking vibe. I don't think that's vibe. true, but you they know. literally have vitamin C, and if you drink a lot of them, you can tell how hydrated you're getting. I'm telling you, like <laughs> you're never gonna die of scurvy or COVID. I think. I think so. In true Utah tradition, I'm gonna go ahead and claim that this is curing co- or uh, preventing COVID. I think is the better you know term. You you're gonna, we're gonna get a cease and desist from I, the FTC. I'm happy to. You know what's better what? than that for fighting COVID is getting your booster shot. Oh yeah, I haven't done that yet. I, I did that. Um, got boosted the fun up. part did is, both of, you guys oh, get boosted? yeah, roosted and boosted. Oh man, yeah. Um, the CDC guidelines for getting a booster are amazing because it pretty much just says like, if you've ever been depressed, <laughs> if you've ever smoked <laughs> if you've, a cigarette, if you've ever smoked a cigarette, doesn't matter when, doesn't matter how. Could have been twenty years ago. Could have been two days ago. Doesn't matter. You and if a, you're even slightly overweight, you should get a booster. If you have a BMI over eleven, okay. The BMI shit is really stupid. Oh, it's it fucking is. terrible. I like. I did like this thing for. I did like a biometric screening because my work paid me to do it because they're probably just stealing my data or whatever. Um, but whatever. I don't care. Uh, so I did a biometric like health screening or whatever, and they did my BMI or whatever. And I, they were like, Oh yeah, you're, you're not overweight. You're like, you're right there in this, like this range. I was like, I am extremely thin. Like I am underweight. Like I'm trying, I've been trying to gain weight for 20 years of my life. Like, and they're like, Oh, well it's right there. So how, how is that even an, like a, if for any tall people, you're just like automatically overweight. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, BMI has been like the bane of my existence for most of my life, yeah. but for COVID, it was actually great because I was able to get like all the boosters early. <laughs> you so were, you were high risk. It's like, that's right. I am high risk. Thank you. You guys yeah. are just like normal six foot three to six foot five yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah so. Like I'm, I'm six, five. I weighed myself. What was it? Two days ago. I was two forty seven, Um, and I am, uh, Based on BMI, I am like at risk obese. (laughs) You mountain bikes like 30 miles uphill that day and they're like, heart disease, dude, it's going to get you soon. (laughs) You're going to die. Congratulations on your your diabetes disease. It's always a treat to put in your stats and that too, because like, wow, fat ass way to go. It's like, listen, I 
I identify as husky. <laughs> I, I don't need this in my life. Yeah, this is like an exceptionally like overweight podcast just based on the height of all three of us, I think. But uh, I'm trying to lower our average here, lower the risk for... And I'm the only one with heart problems also is the other thing. I've had, I've had heart surgery. What the hell? This sucks. Anyway. Uh, I think, Kai, you got to just... I mean, yeah. you got to just lose some weight, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm only... The fuck, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying this out of, out of love, out of concern... For you and your unborn children. Thank you. I really appreciate I am, it. I'm here for you. I'm looking forward to getting back on Adderall and eating like one meal every other day. Perfect. I mean, on average great. with the rest of us, you're like an extremely corn fed man. So, I mean. I, I, yeah, that is true. Let's just go on average. I can't eat. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, this is true. It helps that I can't actually eat anything that's bad for me. So, um, yeah, I can't even drink beer. So that's why I'm drinking vitamin C with a little bit of alcohol in it. That's, this is 90% vitamin C, 10% alcohol, 5% alcohol. Greg, what's going on? You, you doing well? I like your, Catching your vibes, sneakers. man. Those are great. Yeah, Thank aren't you. we all? Catching vibes. You know, we are knee deep in spooky dad season. Dude, it's such a good, it's been such a good October. Dude, just, I don't like, remember overall. a fall that's been this folly. It's like just so, every day has been so pretty. I like walked yeah. out outside today. It was like 60 it was like maybe 60 degrees and just, I like look out to like just orange trees and snow on the mountains. So gorgeous, like, man. Wow, this is, yeah. this rules. We spent yesterday, we made spooky spaghetti oh, with, really with cute. like meat, meatballs as eyeballs that we use, like a little bit of mozzarella that's cheese really and some, cute. and some olive. God it was, it, it was, yeah, cute. it was super cute. And then we made, stop making me want to be like a dad and stuff. No, it's, this is, this is my life and I'm just here to share rules. it with, the listeners. I wish everyone can see what what Jordan's setup was was mounted upon right now. <laughs> Definitely in a. He's on the, we're back on the kids' table. He's got a little tykes hoop behind him, and then uh, the little tykes table in front of him. We are rules. broadcasting live from my four year old's playroom. Play yeah, and it's the best. Just because I like, I'm sitting crisscross applesauce, like right in front of uh, something that looks like a like one of those little like car things you mount on a crib or something. Yes, <laughs> I I do have to say I'm very proud of myself because uh, over the years I have sucked shit at carving pumpkins. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. Yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and the, like the last time I did it, like I did it backwards, and like my pumpkin just like caved in on me, right? Because I have a room temperature IQ, um, <laughs> structurally unsound. Yeah, that too. But no, I carved a perfect Jack Skellington face because the boy is really? obsessed with. Wait, so is that on your porch? It's on my I, porch. I you can go it see it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and I'm I'm taking the time right now to do a bit of humble bragging because i am I fucking proud of that thing i just don't trust myself with knives at this point <laughs> it's, uh, it, more like is there a type of like laser system you can use for that instead i they like, have like automatic ones now that's Lindsay what i'm talking a, about a battery powered uh carver I love that. incredible shit you just get to be like blowfeld from like bond movies like no mr <laughs> bond i expect you to die I, <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so uh you know things personally are pretty decent right now um but greg wanted to fire off a new little series we're going to start doing at the beginning of episodes just to get through some of the stuff that's just been happening like day after day week after week here so we don't have to spend a ton of time on each subject but stuff that is probably worth mentioning just because uh it's bad sometimes it might be good but greg, sometimes it might be funny sometimes yeah. it might be funny but greg <laughs> you should walk us through this week's welcome to the hell lines there we go yeah nice. we decided um, this is why we pay him the big bucks as our copywriter this is just checks in the mail right that's right. It absolutely oh, yes. is. Yeah, we. In order to get it, you have to be in jail first. So we can bail you out, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> perfect. Our money yes. just goes to bail funds. So, well, do some arm robbery on some kids' Halloween candy this weekend. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah, but we're just a little peek behind the curtain. Um, all of us, I would diagnose as terminally online, and we're constantly sharing articles and things like, hey, we should talk about this. And so we have this like plethora of headlines and things like that that we want to talk to or talk about. And we just 
don't necessarily have the time. So yeah, we're going to carve out this segment as a way to kind of do that. And so our very first Howl line, number one. So it seems like if you guys have been paying attention to the infrastructure bill, it just continues to dwindle. Mansion Cinema and the rest of the moderates continue to whittle it down. Started at $6 trillion, It's now a paltry $1.75 trillion corporate subsidy there is yeah which is the i think that's the most important part because every day we learn more and more what's being taken out of it but there's still this 1.75 trillion price tag and it's like then what's what is that doing yeah what's, <laughs> what is left so just a, a few things that should make you very upset no paid leave which was in the bill which was like kind of like the big um biden benchmark when he was campaigning yep um which is wild because most European countries get something like 24 weeks. We can't even get four, even with a bunch of like corporate subsidies for companies. Yeah, this is paid parental leave, right? So like, yeah. this is like, <laughs> there's been this, all this like bullshit around like, oh, it should only be for one parent or something like that. Or like it, it should only be for, for mothers. And like a lot of like companies will, will give it to both parents, but obviously that's not something the vast majority of Americans can experience. So, yeah. uh, should probably have that written into law because every other developed nation has that type of thing elsewhere. Um, but of course that got stripped. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always good when Italy beats you to the punch. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's just yeah. unfathomable. So no paid leave, uh, no reduction in drug prices. Yeah, no. Thanks, and, Kristen like, Cinema. No ability for the government to negotiate those drug prices, which again is just absolutely insane. It's something the Democrats have been campaigning on for thirty years. That's just never happened. Just so, yeah. And Complete. Joe Manchin's daughter gets a new house. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Joe Manchin's daughter famously like works for or is high up at a pharmaceutical company, and he himself is like a part owner in like uh, like coal energy or some shit like that. It's, it's just, so insane that we allow. Dude, uh, just yeah, government go, or duly elected government officials to own stock. It's like the only way that they like the people that can that, that make it to Congress or as senators or whatever have to be like independently wealthy to some extent in order to be able to campaign and do all this shit. Yeah. So it just like is a self selection. Ooh, that's a that's a nice little spider that just ran across the floor. I love it. Oh wow. Um, he's going right for Jordan. It's a big one. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, no yeah. free community college yep. as well. Um, and then, you know, we should be grateful though, because they're in the bill is $555 billion over 10 years to combat climate change. Nice. No, that's great. Especially when you compare it to like what the, the 8 trillion that the Pentagon got. I know. I like how like they just randomly bumped up like another, like trillion or so for for the defense department the department of defense despite the fact that we left like an entire region like what is that money they're just like here's a bonus for i don't know what exactly job, they, job they well done, it's guys. like they tip the military too it's like listen here's another 10 billion there it, just it you know literally cost more just to give them this unexpected money over to the military than it would have been to, for the free community college thing kyle yeah. just think about it's we need to take care of our warriors who are suffering the afflictions of Havana syndrome. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the tummy ache epidemic is sweeping the nation just to see what these people are doing. And then to just hop on Twitter today and see Mitt Romney and Kristen and oh, Kristen sh- cinema cosplaying as Ted Lasso characters made me want to put a bullet right through my, both of my eyeballs. Just unreal. No, I, I just, think it was great that like Mitt Romney was cosplaying as Ted Lasso. And like, for some reason, the gif he posted cut off the top part. So people just thought he was dressed as Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I When he first posted the gif with the believe sign, I didn't realize it was him in it. And then he put on the Real Salt Lake jersey and I. Oh my Died God. Died inside. And it wasn't even the newest Real Salt Lake. Like wh- why does he have an old Rouse like jersey, an older one? And why? I Because I, it's the only thing that fits over I his dress shirt. Him in the fucking shirt, jerseys over the dress shirts. God. Somehow a worse fit than the jazz jersey over the uh, it was Oxford a worse shirt. Fit. Yeah. Like the, uh, yeah. How are you that rich and dressed that but poorly? Since we're talking no about idea. that photo, I just have to go off for a second because it's <laughs> been haunting my brain. I mean, I think it's the most absurd picture in politics since like 
the Trump's Big Mac party for all the big football <laughs> yeah, there's guys. There's a picture of of them of Mitt Romney and Cinema recreating the scene where Ted Lasso like makes like the cake or whatever or the I can't even remember what it is at this the point. biscuits the biscuits yeah biscuits with the boss with the boss and, and uh, it's <clears> such <throat> an ups. It's a, such a weird picture too, because he's like bowing to her kind yeah. of, and like presenting the biscuits and it's like, there's bisexual lighting in the whole yeah. thing. So just like, do you guys, it's, do you guys think that Kristen cinema even knew that she was in like a Ted Lasso cosplay or she's just so used to like getting <laughs> gifts from rich people? Listen, I think she's just, you know, she's had a lot of time to catch up on Netflix and she considering she hasn't done a fucking thing anywhere else. She's been teaching her class about how to like court rich donors yeah, or how, whatever. How to fundraise. Yeah. She's, 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 she's the just, fucking worst. Fuck her to death. Yeah. And, and it, like, as we finish out like this, this hell line, uh, like mansion and cinema are the, are the ones that are like easy to blame, but like they're able to pull this off because they're they're They really are cover for the rest of the democratic yeah. party, the democratic leadership. And I saw people saying like Joe Biden should have been like doing this and this to make them do this. If, if they really wanted to, to, you know, get any of this stuff through, they, they would have. And if they wanted to, if they were serious about any of this stuff, they wouldn't have put Joe Biden as the person Joe uh, Biden is 98 years old. Yeah. He, there's no way he was going to like go campaign in West Virginia, like show up or whatever. And like get rally support around like people, people were posting pictures and videos of like when Joe Biden showed up somewhere, there were like nine people out there <laughs> to like welcome Joe Biden. And it's just like, that's just where we're at. If they were serious about making any of these things happen, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have all gotten behind Joe fucking Biden as the person to make it yeah. all happen because it was never going to happen. It's, so. it's the play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. So they're going to lose the, they're going to lose the midterms and lose the presidency. And then we're back to exactly where we were in 2016. So worse, so but sick. everything's worse and way more people have died. And it's way more expensive. And yeah. unlike in 2016, most people are just going to fucking shrug and just kind of live with it just because that's the way it is. Like, yeah. well, way, more, way more way. people are aware this time of how useless they are. Like, there's still this weird, like Obama was on Twitter or, or he made a statement or whatever saying like, okay, I realize we're not going to be able to get everything that like we wanted in this one. And he, he's been doing this like weird talking speech, like tour or whatever. He's been like rewriting like the history about like, you know, we don't always get what we want. He like says stuff like that or like, oh, we Just like we couldn't do everything that uh, we wanted to do when I was president and we can't do everything that you want with the build back better plan. We can only do this whatever and it's just it's just complete bullshit every time and this time is even more naked and apparent because quite honestly like more people are on like social media and are aware of what's going on and like way weights way more polarized at this point so it's just it's just indefensible at this point yeah obama's been doing the listen we just can't get ice cream tonight thing at the same point like he just bought a pony for his secret family <laughs> yeah. he's just i don't He's the most cynical man in politics. Right it's now. it's oh, real. Is. Anytime I see him say anything, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, All right. Next one. Hell line number two, Facebook papers. So this is a quote from the Washington Post. Quote, a trove of internal Facebook documents revealed that the social media giant has privately and meticulously tracked real world harms <laughs> exacerbated by its platforms, ignored warnings from its employees about the risk of their design decisions and exposed vulnerable communities around the world to a cocktail of dangerous content. So TLDR Facebook's basically destroying the world by depending or peddling disinformation and hate. And, and they don't care because they're making billions oh, of dollars. They not care. They, they, it, it actually increases like engagement. Like, yeah. No, it, it makes, yeah. It makes the yeah, site more they're, popular. They're, yeah. They're, they, they like it because, and true and on just did a really, really good episode about social they media did. in general. And about half of it was about Instagram, Facebook, and then just like social media in general. There was also TikTok in there. But they're talking about like that that woman who come who came forward was technically a whistleblower. She was a like a product manager or something for Facebook. And she shared internal like slideshow that had been developed where they were talking about the harm that it causes. So obviously there's like all the like the real world event event type things that happen where all where they literally are just profiting off of like the terrible things that are happening all over the world. But then just the way they run Instagram in particular, uh -huh. they are aware very acutely of how much damage it does to people, but teenage girls in particular, um, specifically around like mental illness, eating disorders and all that stuff. And they're, and they also are aware that it puts these 
people into a cycle in which it makes them more likely to come back to Instagram um, as a just like a vicious, vicious cycle. And they uh, are appreciative of that, I guess. It's love really it. We love it, folks. Yeah. But hey, they're changing their name to Meta, so yeah, everything's everything's better. Everyone exactly. deserves a second chance. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing that's ever been evil about like a rebrand. Like for example, when say just off the top of my head, like Blackwater decided <laughs> to call themselves Z for some reason. Was it? I wait, mean, what was the other thing they called themselves? Academia or Acad- something. Acad- there was one other one too, right? I think so. There was there was like three names, and I think they just went back to Blackwater. I mean, it's like, when Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace, like. Everything changed for him. So <laughs> yeah. this is actually a Everything was so much better Facebook. for him then. Z- yeah. yeah. XE services, Z-, Z services. Is that how you say that? Yeah, I think so. Um, Acad- Academy, just with an I instead of a Y. Sure. Awesome. Um, they also, before that, before they were Z services, they were Blackwater Worldwide, which is just, they were first Blackwater USA, but then of course. <laughs> Mr. They- Blackwater Worldwide. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's that's both for your private concerts, dude. Face man, Facebook in particular. Like, do you guys remember that? I I I can't remember if it was like an NPR report or something, but somebody like was documenting those content moderator, those content moderation, like, um, like uh, like centers they have. It's essentially a call center, but it's for people who moderate content on Facebook. So they're the people who are the ones that like are watching like the ISIS videos or whatever. Oh, awesome. And they were do- like, I think, I think it was NPR. It may, it may not have been, but they were essentially documenting the working conditions of all the people who worked in those places that had to be the ones to watch all of this stuff that was put on Facebook and just like, yeah. And all their brains boiled. Yeah. It's, like it's literally, literally the most, into the dick sucking factory. The most mentally like destroyed people that have ever existed. Like, or the people oh who God. worked in the, these places and the stuff that they had to deal with and just watch for hours and hours and hours and hours on, on end making like just pittance. Cause they were, they, I think the one, one plant they were talking about or one of the centers was in like Scotland or Ireland or something. <clears throat> and they were just paying them like dog shit. And, and how are you surprised by that? You're pretty much hooking up all these people like to the machine from a clockwork orange. So. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just like Jesus. prying their eyes open. Yeah, like, people all right, were like we're killing show themselves you. and stuff. Like it was just, absurd just yeah, the most evil company oh, that's like one of the God. most evil companies that's ever existed but don't yeah. worry though like we had that fun video day of like zuckerberg showing us you know vr oh conference God, rooms that was with his little so reptilian eyes sick. the only good zuckerberg video there's Sweet been two good Zuck videos one good zuck video is him on that like weird like floating surfboard thing with the fucking sunscreen he looked face. like he was a, like had geisha face yeah surfing off of the coast of like one of the entire Hawaiian islands that he purchased or whatever. Um, that video was funny. The other one was the sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce video that I liked that video too. That was funny where he couldn't shut the fuck up about ribs and sweet baby Ray's good barbecue sauce, fucking evil, evil man that I hope rots in the depths of hell. Anyway, speaking of evil men, Oh, hell line number three this week in the latest pre trial conference, Wisconsin state judge, Bruce Schroeder, Schroeder, I don't know declared that uh, prosecutors are not allowed to refer to the people writ- Kyle Rittenhouse, famous, you know, murderer from uh, the George Floyd protest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool guy. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse murdered as they cannot refer to to his his the people he murdered as victims during the trial. He said victims is too loaded a term as if there were some other word we should use for, uh, you know, unarmed people who were shot to death. That's fucking insane. However, on the other side. Judge Schroeder did say he would allow the defense to use words like rioters, looters, and arsonists to describe those same people. So I think we can all come to the conclusion that the fix is in and we're going to see this little fucko walk. Yeah, that's not a great sign when the judge is saying stuff like that. (sighs) God damn it. And then this is probably, if there's a story that's going to like really oh, rip yeah, your. Speaking of judges. Yeah. And, and a, it, a story that'll make you uh, kind of question, <laughs> question everything. Yeah. Stephen, um, Don, Stephen, Stephen Donziger. The Stephen Donziger case, which um, if you haven't, please go and listen to the Chapo episodes that they've done with Stephen Donziger. 
Uh, Will has has interviewed him quite a few times. Yeah, he's also been on like really Katie good. Halper's show with yeah. Marianne Williamson. He's been on. Um, I think he was on the Majority Report. He's been on. I like think a he few was on Majority shows. Um, I mean, he's telling the same the same story in each one of them because I mean, it's, yeah. he's talking about like what's going on. He's really been just trying to aware, raise awareness about what's been going on with him, in particular. Because he's essentially been on, not essentially, he's been on house arrest for like two years. Two now. years. Yeah. So this week, um, just a little backstory, a little cliff note. So Steven Donziger is a human rights attorney who a few years ago won a massive $9.5 billion settlement for the people in Ecuador who were victims of uh, oil pollution and uh, environmental disasters, courtesy of the Chevron Corporation. Um, in response, Chevron, with the assistance of the of federal Federalist Society judges who've taken Chevron's money, came after him legally. Um, the prosecutors were for are, are from Seward and Kissel. They are a private firm with ties to Chevron. And a couple weeks ago, he was found guilty of criminal contempt and reported to prison yesterday to serve a six month sentence. Yeah. So, so this he, is, he's, he's literally going to prison for six months for, for contempt for, for not turning over his, like his laptop to a private and his prosecutor cell phone. Yeah. and his cell phone to a private prosecutor. It's like one of the most insane things ever. And it's real. It, and it couldn't be more just like, Oh yeah. Everyone that's involved in prosecuting this case is just taking insane amounts of money from Chevron yeah. and the, like the politicians who could ostensibly help him in this situation either have direct relatives or they themselves are also tied up in like the money for, from this industry, if not from Chevron itself. So it's just like the precedence that the precedent that he could, that could have been set um, by like the settlement that he won is being basically just steamrolled by the new precedent that's being set. That if you do something like this, if you do what Steven did, then you're just going to get fucking you're gonna end up in prison. They're going to do everything they can and they're going to buy everyone they can in order to make sure that you go to prison. I mean, again, he's been on house arrest for six months. So uh, this is, no, he's been on house arrest me. for two years. He's been on house arrest for, yeah, for two years, going to be in prison for six months. So uh, the only, the, the big positive is that there's actually light at the end of the tunnel now and he knows how long He's got to go to prison for up to six months. Hopefully it's he's out, he's let out sooner. And the only good thing is that when he's done with that, then theoretically he'll be done uh, and he won't be on house arrest anymore either. But is he going to be, is he going to be disbarred? And like, he's already been disbarred. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Jesus Christ. Don't boo vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He lives, he lives like blocks away from uh, like Chuck Schumer Um who else is, yeah. I don't know who else is in that, like in that area, but he's like, isn't it, is it Larry, Larry Nasser? Yeah. He's got, no, that's the, that is not the Michigan guy. I, I can't remember. Oh, he, yeah, he's around, guy. Yeah. he's around a few other like politicians in uh, Manhattan that are just doing nothing to help him out. Merrick Garland hasn't stepped in. What well, what could have happened with like the visibility on this case is it could have been turned over to the DOJ instead of like the prosecutor and the, the judge that's been handling it so far. Um, but the, that did not happen. So, um, and it was, I mean, it's interesting. Cause like there were people like Rashida Tlaib, um, in particular, I noticed was like talking about this. Um, but I, I don't know what really happens at this point. I, I, at, at those levels, it's just, it's just fucking insane. So, I mean, and like, there was almost no, uh, news coverage of this. Like the oh, New York yeah. times, the paper of record finally wrote a story on this case. Oh, do they really yesterday? Oh, nice yesterday despite him like living in manhattan and like being a lifelong Very new close. yorker and like this is a huge huge case yeah, that like sets yeah. sets a, like such an incredibly evil precedent yeah so they finally their first one was seven hours ago lawyer who won 9.5 billion dollar judgment against Chevron reports to prison they called him an environmental activist but interesting I mean, yes, but yeah, human rights attorney. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's been stuff like, um, oh, like Kirsten Jill, uh, Gillibrand in particular, um, she's got Chevron ties herself and like, there are like so many people that could have potentially like helped out here and no one did, <sighs> of course. So, um, like Wall Street Journal had stuff weeks ago, but again, like this has been in process for years now um and nothing has like stopped anything from happening and uh he's going to prison uh, so. what a dumb world we live in 
But Mitt Romney was uh, fucking Ted Lasso today, though. Did you see that? Did you see Mitt Romney's Ted Lasso? I did. And then he, like, tried to, like, wrangle into Jason Sudeikis. who's like, remember how you played me 10 years ago? Well, I'm playing you now. It's like, <laughs> that's sad, man. Anyway, here's a, here's a tweet from Lauren Bobert who said, we're 19 months in and I've yet to see the CDC recommend exercise and healthy eating. It's like a Pretty sure the CDC does do that, but oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, the the whole like, I I I think last time we, we were recording, I got I got sucked into like a little bit of conservative Twitter because I was seeing what the, like they were all because oh, we were, I was looking up things around the Alec Baldwin shooting, I guess we could call it. Yeah, something we didn't talk about in our last episode at yeah, all. Definitely not. And then. I was looking through conservative Twitter and the stuff that they were upset about, but like they, they keep posting shit about like the conservative squad or whatever. That's like Matt Gates. Also, what the fuck is going on with Matt Gates? Like, is any, anyway. we all just pretty much like, I, I think he was just trying to wait out everyone remembering that he, uh, probably was involved in human trafficking. Yeah. Um, so Allegedly. we had Matt Gates, we, we have Marjorie Taylor green, um, and then Lauren Bober. And then I don't know who the fourth person of the Madison Cawthorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it might be Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, uh-huh. they had like the the group together, and it looked like the BK Kid Squad or whatever. <laughs> it's fucking sad. Yeah, the, anything they're saying like ever is just fucking nuts. I mean, the stuff that like Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying about like the January the January sixth whatever insurrection riot whatever was just like yeah that was about like taking over tyrannical governments or whatever i was like nice it, it's awesome. really cool especially with like tucker carlson like creating like a documentary around oh, the that's gonna six. be fucking insane oh, what was going on with that i saw people talking about it but i literally have just been oh it's just pretty much like oh, actually the january 6th riots were you know an honorable thing too they're like speed running the Hitler Mein Kampf, like oh, writing nice. in prison for like the beer hall butched. So That's like great. we're just going like a speed run into fascism. Yeah. It's awesome. Like we don't even like Tucker Carlson at this point is basically supplanted Alex Jones and, yeah. he, has yeah. Rupert, he, has. and he has Rupert Murdoch's money. Yeah. yeah. And like, Rupert they, Murdoch's lawyers too. So yeah, he's exactly. Like, so he's not going to go down the same way that Alex Jones did. He get, I mean, He's got that Chevron money. But I mean, like, it, it's amazing to me, too, because like everyone's just pretty much like forgave like the January 6th riots because like, oh, well, you know, it, boys will be boys or whatever. And despite the fact that like all the like Republican and congressmen, like even like Mitt Romney was running for his life. And it's like, yeah, maybe you know, whoopsie doodle. But I mean, like they're, they're starting to valorize it the same way that the Nazis like valorized the beer hall pushed after, after Hitler got through it, locked away. Yep. So it, it's great. It's, it's, it's a wonderful world we live in. Yeah. It's we're having fun. We're having a great time. We're having I fun. actually just, just pulled this up. This is a tweet from Will, Will Sommer. Tucker Carlson has a co-writer on his controversial January 6th docuseries. His other credits include directing a movie for pizza, for a pizza gate conspiracy theorist uh, and another about a Confederate flag themed superhero. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean this guy is the most popular news. I mean, he show literally. Do you remember when America? he had like one of his head writers was just straight up a Nazi? Yeah, and they, yeah. they just fired him, and they're like, "All right, well, like that was just the thing that was happening." Yeah, he was he was posting on like Stormfront uh, yeah. message boards. Yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Cool world. Anyway, yep, yep, thank yep, you yep, 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 yep. for tuning in to the hell lines. Anyway, yeah, that was that, that was the hell lines. Now we're gonna talk about our main story. And uh what's our main story, boys? What are we talking? Hold on. Oh, Jordan forgot. We're talking I forgot. We're talking about the general I, response to educators in this country over the last um well, I mean, this has been a thing for a long time, I guess, but it's been boiling up a lot more in, in response to the freak out of critical race theory and that type of thing. Um, and just in general, there's been like school board meetings have been like the the local battlegrounds that local politics have really um, been taking place in. Like if you go to any any like neighborhood Facebook group or like even um, nextdoor.com or like any of those things, there are always people who are talking about running for, you know, like council, like school board council or something like that, or talking about going to school board meetings 
and doing big demonstrations. This has been a gigantic thing in Utah, but it's not just Utah. It's literally everywhere. And a lot of the stuff has been like very much astroturfed as well. So like people will be going to these school board meetings um, as just like instigators or like it'll often be like people who work for like a conservative radio station or something or an actual radio host and they'll go and make a big scene at a school board meeting have someone film it and it'll go like viral on conservative social media or whatever um talking and they'll have like a a a black conservative guy go like scream about critical race theory and then that'll go viral on conservative social media and then they can post it and say I'm not racist. Look at this video of this black guy saying how bad a critical race theory is or whatever. And it'll be in, it's just, it's, it's a disaster. I think that Candace Owens has made a great name for herself. I mean, the amount she's done great. You can make good money being a, like a Candace Owens type person in the conservative sphere. Like there are people who are, who are doing pretty well off of that type of thing. Um, but uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland wrote a memo on the on on October fourth, talking about a rise in threats and intimidation against teachers, administration administrators, and school boards. In the memo, he said, "Coordination and partnership with local law enforcement is critical to implementing these measures for the benefit of our nation's nearly fourteen thousand public school districts." To this end. I'm directing the Federal Bureau of Investigation, working with each United States attorney to convene meetings with federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial leaders in each federal judicial district within 30 days of the issuance of this memorandum. These meetings will facilitate the discussions of strategies for addressing threats against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. and will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting, assessment, and response. So let's talk a little bit about how bad the situation is for schools and school boards um, from NPR in particular. Jordan, do you want to walk us through this? Yeah, sure. I mean, this article from NPR pretty much just talks about like how there's been just like a concophony of threats against like education, uh, school board members, teachers, all all the like too. Um, just a couple sections from that too. Um, all of them told similar stories of being yelled at in in meetings that are sometimes brought to a halt entirely receiving threatening letters being followed to their cars and being photographed or filmed jesus like i can't even imagine like that's so fucking terrifying being followed to your car and again like these are like fucking teachers (laughs) like Like members of the school administrators i mean and like they're getting literal instructions like the same way that alec like passes like legislation to local legislatures it's like all of these people are showing up to school board meetings with the same type of thing. And QAnon Anonymous has talked a lot, a lot about this as well. But like, there are people who are like trying to make these gigantic stands at school board meetings where they will show up. I mean, how many viral clips have gone, have, have we seen from these type of things where somebody shows up talking about like a specific book that is like taught in schools or something and they find something like, maybe like sexual in nature or racial in nature. And they'll take, just make this grandstand about it. Like this is, this is like part of the fucking playbook now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I'm just going off of, uh, off of, uh, the Utah parents United pages is a group we're going to be talking about later. Yeah. And like their Facebook fee is like, don't let your children read this book. And it's, it's tons of that. And it's also tons of like, fear mongering about like curriculum and like CRT or SEL, which is like their new one too, which is like social education learning or something like that yeah. or empathetic learning or something. Yeah, and again, never mind that all of the major school districts in this state are currently being investigated for uh, incredibly longstanding systemic racism that's been taking place uh, for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want, <laughs> Uh, a read that's going to rip your guts out go and read that doj report from davis county like dude in everything about everything about davis county people have been sharing stories like not only like is insanely racist but like girls have been being harassed like crazy for years in many like davis county high school in particular like people are sharing their stories going back like two decades of just like just incredibly disgusting mistreatment of like girls just in this high school it's there's just it's it's just insanity so for them to be concerned about like 
the potential of someone learning about racism in in school. Like again, CRT is not taught in schools in Utah. That's let the, alone yeah, the public schools in Utah. It's like a second year law school class. That's the thing that still drives me so yeah. bonkers. Like it's not even something you can sign up for in your first year of law school. Yeah, I right. didn't I didn't learn anything about CRT until I was in grad school. So but I mean, it's a, it's a catch all for every term that they sure. want to. It's, it's literally a, just a catch all for learning about like, ra- how, like racist yeah, structures. It's not even about racism at this point. It's literally anything they don't like to. It's the same yeah. way that like common core 10 years ago was like a code for yeah. everything yeah. they don't like. Or like yeah. it's, or the same thing that like when, whenever you hear some like right wing pundit asshole say anything about like, this is socialism. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just a, cr- Dude. it's just a crutch. It's just a go-to word to describe what they don't like. HR saying you, HR telling you, you can't say the N word is socialism now. Yeah, That's communism. But, maybe, but I mean, like you, I, I posed a bunch of stories in like the, the outline for everything too. And there's stories about people being told that they're coming for them. And one woman from a school board in Florida that had like the Florida's department of children and families, like, called on their for their daughter just to like report them for whatever abuse i could do and there's there's tons of examples like this and from philadelphia the world will be better without you comes from an email to like a school board member it's extremely on brand for philadelphia yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i like that one that's like there's this there's this thing where these people who are protesting things cannot stop doing nazi shit like uh, like I not ironically, but like they're they think they're making like a, some type of point like this. Um, Nikki Hudson, who is white, is on the school board in, in Worthington, Ohio, in Columbus. She says anti-mask protesters giving the Nazi salute brought her meetings to a halt. In September, she read, read a letter or she received a letter that read in part, you've become our enemies and you have, will be removed one way or another, which uh People could also cool. reference that recent like Idaho Republican Party convention with Charlie Kirk, where the guy was just like, "When do we start? Yeah, when, when do we, we get to start, start using the guns?" Um, a lot of these people have the same feelings about these school boards and the people who like these educators as they do about like the tyrannical government, supposedly. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, and even to the whole like Nazi thing, we saw that here um, with like the anti-vax protests at the, the, the governor's sign. mansion. I know. It was a literal fucking flag, like a Nazi flag with syringes. Yeah, pretty sweet. And and yeah, they just, they cannot stop doing Nazi shit. Yeah. God, anyway. So, um, let's see what else is going on. Um, yeah. So you talked about like that, that woman in Florida, I mean, like these people are just receiving so many threats like that. The one I was talking about, she received a letter saying um, that that was sent to at least other school districts as well, implying that she, that, that teacher would be made an example of is what it said. So Wait, yeah, there, there's, there's so many of those like cases too. And, and to Merrick Garland's credit in which I can't believe I'm going to say that he actually said today in front of the Senate, like Judiciary Committee, like I'm not resending the memo. Like, why would I do that? There, there is obviously a problem here, and like the fact that you have senators like Mike Lee out there just telling them, like, how dare you come down on these very passionate yet caring parents? It's like, fuck off, dude. We know what you're doing. Yeah, um, I'm I'm seeing one right now that's just making me want to tear my hair out, and just and also it was really funny, like. Somebody in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, proposed a thank you white people day. Oh my God. <laughs> Another said, uh, fire yourself or else. Yeah. So just, just threats all around. And yep. you know, again, yeah. Thank Thank you. White people. Yeah. Like a lot of like people like, uh, uh, this woman in Florida, Jennifer Jenkins, talking about how a slew of threats have come to her in the past few months, including a people warning that they are quote coming for her. Um, it's also, she also said someone made a basic baseless claim to the Florida's department of children and families that her daughter was being abused. It's great. From uh, CBS three in Philadelphia a quote was, um, one email said, you are a worthless communist ex- expletive who hates this country. Um, that's the, just great. That's what was sent to the school board president. Um, the world would be better without you, of course. And uh, also to her personal cell phone, a lot of this stuff um, is sent to her. Racist remarks, threats of violence, threats of putting my information on the internet, threats against my family, 
um, is what the school board president r- reported. Um, and just like, yeah, the thank you white people day just blows my fucking mind. It's, I mean, of course that's what's taking place, but, um, yeah, it's, it's threats, it's vandalism, it's harassment. And it's all because they are simply educators. And a lot of school districts have one institute instituted rules around like health and safety because we are still in a pandemic. And then two are just simply teachers. And then they, all these people have like whipped themselves up into a conniption fit thinking that CRT is being like broken down into a drug like format and ejected into all of their children with a needle. It's just fucking insane. Blows my mind. Yeah. They, they, they put it in the, uh, the Tampico that they drink (laughs) (laughs) at lunch. (laughs) Everybody take your CRT pill. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's like Jordan mentioned Mike Lee. So Mike Lee and Burgess Owens both signed on to ledger onto letters to uh Attorney Garland telling him that his strategy of attempting to stop teachers and school board members from receiving veiled threats was a violation of civil liberties. As the letter would sign on to, quote, we urge you to make it very clear to the American public that the Department of Justice will not interfere with the rights of parents to come before school boards and speak with educators about their concerns whether regarding coronavirus-related measures, the teaching of critical race theory in schools, sexually explicit books in schools, or any other topic. Owens went on a tweet, Parents are irreplaceable advocates for their children, and recent attempts to stifle their genuine concerns are unproductive and harmful to students. Proud to join Representative Lisa McLean's effort to defend the rights of parents in Utah and across the country. And then Mike Lee went on to ask Garland to rescind the memo. Um, and in, 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 in his message, he said, there was no explicit death threat that I, and I reiterate my concern. <laughs> I love that for that line. There was no explicit death threat. There was a lot of implicit death threats. <laughs> there was not explicit though. He, he's doing the Twitter thing too. It's like, there's nothing actionable in that. Yeah. <laughs> I said in Minecraft. Cons- like, what are you talking yeah. about? I reiterate my concern that not every outburst or expression of concern by neighbors among neighbors at a local school board meeting, like they always use this language of just like local concern and like local, this is just neighbors caring for their, like their children and like their neighbor's children, even though all of these concerns are just completely manufactured by something extremely not local. Um, School board uh, meetings warrants a federal investigation. It certainly doesn't warrant the involvement of 94 U.S. attorneys in a way that threatens, intimidates, and intends to chill First Amendment activity. Something that they're incredibly concerned about. Chilling the the First first Amendment activity, he says. My God. Um, But, you know, Evan McMullen is going to save us all, so. He's just. Yeah, like. It's so cynical on its face because, you know, this is a part of like one large project by like the right wing to essentially just destroy public schools once and for all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's a reason why every single one of these like parents groups that try and like yell at every single school board meeting about masks or CRT or or empathetic learning or anything like that all like have ties to like the heritage foundation uh-huh. or in Utah, it's like the Libertas Institute. Yeah, Tell or- us about uh, Utah parents United. <laughs> Cause I think that's the kind of thing we want to end on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Like my favorite group ever. Um, they're a group that, uh, you know, a bunch of concerned mothers who for some reason, like t- today are having a meeting with the heritage foundation at Thanksgiving point. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, and like they're bringing speakers from Freedom's Works. Uh, oh on their website, you can buy the Tuttle Twins books, which are like oh. written by the guy who runs <laughs> yeah, like the Libertas Institute. There's ties at the Utah Eagle Forum. Just every right wing group that you can have, and like the, every single time that you have like there's a meeting that goes out too. Like you'll have five thousand like form letters from these people to shut down public comments. Like their whole goal is not just to like get their way at school boards. It's to grind any other possible work to a halt. Yeah. Right. To essentially make like the administration of schools impossible. And, and which is really coincidental because that's the goal of like the conservative wing of the party anyway, because what they want is one ineffective public schools and two, the ability to say that the public schools are ineffective, take their funding, give it to their like charter school criminal friends And, you know, everyone's a happy camper because 
all of a sudden kids don't have to learn about racism, but they get to learn about Jesus a lot. Yeah. It's just, it seems to be more of, of the right wing idea of just ultimately privatizing absolutely everything. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the exact same thing with, uh, with a uh, COVID too. I mean, it's the yeah. same playbook for both. I totally. mean, what they want to do is just delegitimize any public institution possible and then take whatever sort of mechanisms were supposed to function within the public sector and then just give it to the private sector so they can essentially gouge the American public until there's nothing left to pull and there's no more blood to get from that stone. We love it, folks. I, yeah. I seem to have upset some people around I mean, here. <laughs> it, I mean, it's so weird. Like, it's the exact same thing they were doing about Common Core. Except now they just have like different terms for all of all of it. And it's just, it's, it's so strange. Like I work in like an educated, education related field. And like, we have to be, still be careful about the way we talk about like common core standards yeah. for, for, for school districts in certain states. Like even if their state standards are the exact same as common core, we can't we can't like you can't refer use to that them language. as common core because it'll upset some people. Uh -huh. Even if they're caught, they copy paste, they're literally copy pasted standards at the state level. But they, if, if it's common core, like you got to be careful around the, the wording around that. And of course, these are also States that like, you know, will also not let you teach at a public school district there. If you don't sign the uh, pledge to Israel or whatever. So pretty yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's so funny too, just because like you'll see these too in a lot of these parent groups too is like the same experts on CRT and like emotional and empathetic learning are the same exact experts from 10 years ago that were going on Glenn Beck to talk about common core. Yeah. Like it's the same people. Wait, what's that, that guy in particular? Oh, what is his name? He's uh, this dude from Draper. Yeah, this dude from Draper who was like this huge expert on common core, then common core died <laughs> out. Now he's a huge expert on, on, on CRT. So yeah. Oh my God. I can't remember his name. I can't name. remember his name either. It's like, like Dr. Thompson or something. Dr. The James. I, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm just slandering some doctor in Draper right now. who has nothing to do with this, but it doesn't matter. I mean, think about like the, the thing that gave away the game the most was like that Alan West tweet where he was like, I don't, I don't trust big farm to give me these vaccines. Anyway, I'll take those monoclonal uh, uh, antibody treatments. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing though. Like we don't want experimental treatments or experimental vaccines. We just want the experimental, uh, antibody treatment. Yeah. It's Dr. Gary Thompson. There He's go. a doctor of clinical psychology and co-founder of a pediatric trauma, mental health clinic in Draper, Utah. Um, and yeah, so he, let's see, it goes on to say Dr. Thompson earned a bachelor's degree in communications pre-law from you, you, the university of Utah. He and his family of six blended race children have resided in, he's black, have resided in Draper for the past 10 years. He looks forward to utilizing his quiet leadership style and unique background while serving Draper City. Um, there's also a video from uh, 2013, March 27th of 2013, uh, from the Blaze TV, Data Mining and Common Core, the Glenn Beck program. And he was on there to talk about awesome uh, Common Core. For some um, reason, he's now an expert on every field of academia. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so strange. It's, all, it's not like this stuff is a scam or anything. Nope. <laughs> anyway, good stuff. Uh, I hope they sell a lot of Teletwins books tonight over there at the uh, thing at Thanksgiving Point. That should be very nice for all of them. Yeah, I w really want more people to learn about age of consent laws and why uh, food trucks should be able to use toddler labor. <laughs> Dude, all that shit about like great news. <laughs> Children can now work till like eleven PM oh, or whatever. Yeah, it 14, is. yeah, the just again, another sign of just like the total hell world we live in. It's like, yeah, we're not gonna actually pay people the wage that they deserve to work these god awful jobs. No, we're gonna have fourteen year olds work them and they can now work until 11 p.m. Yeah, d depending on how deep the crisis get, we might just start gang pressing like vagrants into work now just because, yeah, just re-implementing vagrancy laws in every city too. And then anyone caught past like 11 o'clock has to go work a shift at <laughs> We're gonna, McDonald's or something. <laughs> We're just going straight ahead to like feudalism. Oh, We're just going to start like doing what like impressing people like the British Navy did before the War of 1812. <laughs> 
like you, you're stuck with us now. You're now an a employee of, I don't know, Hardee's. Let's just go with that. Congratulations. Oh, Get on the fryolator. Yeah. <laughs> the fryolator. <laughs> oh man. But who knows? That might be the next step. If we're like, just like shredding like child labor laws, like what's to say that they can't just take prisoners and throw them there. I know the like, good news. You're, you're, you got work released. Now you just have to like sit in this, like, uh, there's already like, a th- I mean, there are certain things in place here around that type of thing. Like I have a family member who was in prison in Utah and he had a work release program where he could go work at this fast food restaurant down in Utah County. Awesome. Um, awesome. <laughs> so, I, mean, I mean, it wasn't like forced labor at that point, but like, it's, I don't know. I doubt he was receiving the uh, full <laughs> wage he was, he would have been offered if he had not been uh, currently incarcerated. I mean, just look at like the industries that actually happen in prisons too. Like you'd be shocked to see like the things that get made within prisons. Yeah. Like there was like, I know this was like a, this was like a storyline in Orange is New Black, but like Victoria's Secret was having stuff made in prisons. Yep. Oh, and uh, they were, I mean, beginning of COVID, they were, were they making hand sanitizer too? Yeah, New York was. Yeah, New York. Yeah, you had the Sing Sing special of just oh, like, yeah, God. But it, it was, they were just like taking like big drums of hand sanitizer and pouring it into small bottles. And that's literally all they were doing. Yep. Can't pay someone to do that. We have to have prisoners do it in Sing Sing. For, five cents an hour or whatever five cents an hour or whatever the the firefighter shit will never that's like that's like just i can't believe that's a thing i mean i guess i can but like my god anyway well (laughs) i think we've another happy episode i think we've thoroughly depressed ourselves again you guys you guys see that Mitt romney is dead lasso though that was pretty cool biscuits for the boss i love that wow. that was fun i love seeing my favorite television program being represented by my favorite uh center i think oh wait we should end with just how the a- hell can you watch that show man like i i can't i okay I can't here's the do thing it. i have not watched the second season because i can't watch it now because it's been ruined forever if no one had ever <laughs> talked about it and i just like so i watched the first season like at some point last year and i was like this is like a nice feel-good show i like soccer i like I I I, th- I honestly like Jason Sudeikis, but what has become of that show as being like this like bastion of hope or whatever? I don't, it's it's yeah. it's more of like the thing around like how this country obsesses with people just need to write the, they just need to watch the right television shows or the right movies and then they'll become good people. Like that has been completely like funneled into Ted Lasso, and it's like if only everyone in this fucking country would watch Ted Lasso, then we could do the damn thing. We get her done or whatever. And that it's the, it's is what the, pisses me off. And it can't just be like a fucking show that people just watch. <laughs> and they're like, this is cute. It can't just be a fucking cute show. It's gotta be like, we're staking our nation's hopes on this goddamn Apple TV plus fucking show that was based on an NBC commercial. Like it can't just <laughs> be what it is. That's what pisses me off. I like, and I see why people hate it because the discourse around it is the fucking worst. And like people responded to me around me be like, did you even watch the show? Of course, of course he fucking did. Of course he did. He watched the show and he's fine with everything because it doesn't change anything. It's just about a nice guy as a soccer coach in England and he's from Texas or whatever. Like it's just a, it's a fun show. It made my mom happy. And we liked talking about it briefly, but like for people to be staking their hopes on it, it makes it miserable and it makes it awful for all of us. So the thing that I hate about it is just everything that Mitt Romney does is annoying. And that's why he has a greater uh, approval rating in Utah from Democrats than he does from Republicans is because of just this fucking empty, vapid bullshit that he constantly does. And apparently liberals in the state just fucking love it. And just like I love Ted Lasso, apparently I don't even love it anymore, guys. God, Kyle, is everything okay? No, not anymore. I just thinking about my morning. I've worked like twice the amount of hours as I normally work this week. And I like had a nice little break in my morning. I like, uh, I had a nice like avocado toast with some eggs that Carly made for me. It was delicious. And then while I'm eating that, I just start seeing gifts and pictures of Mitt Romney and a rail Salt Lake Jersey making me in particular miserable and making me want to just end my shit while I was eating delicious breakfast. And now I can't get over it ever for the rest of my life. And I can't just think about, about how I liked this 
little show on Apple TV for a fucking week before the entire universe ruined it for me for the rest of my life. And I can't watch the second season either because I'm never going to now because I hate it. I hate the show now, even though I liked it. I liked it just fine. And now I fucking hate it because of everyone and myself and Mitt Romney. God damn it. You know, I just thought it was just like if Aaron Sorkin made any given Sunday. God. Oh. It's the, it is the, uh, the I haven't talked about this to anyone until right now. So it is the this is usification of, of American culture. It is so insane that people are just like they genuinely feel like, oh, they've pinned their hopes on it. Yes, they pin their hopes on all these shows. It's like they, there can't be something that just exists that's like good hearted that you enjoy watching. It's like, oh boy, this is really good. This could really change the hearts and minds. Like, meanwhile, the people who are like, cosplaying as this are just fucking destroying the worst country. people on earth. They're yeah. The worst people on earth. Like I, like people, I mean, Mitt Romney in particular, let alone what he's doing in politics, what he's did in his pri- in the private sector. Like how many lives did he ruin? And people are expecting, how could he, how could this man so bad have liked Ted Lasso? And it's like, buddy, come bad on. News. I got some real bad on, news Cause it's you. on Apple TV and anyone can watch yeah, it. And it's like <laughs> it, just people that buy into the fucking uh, Breitbart view of all of this is that, that politics is downstream from all this stuff. It's not, it doesn't matter. People the Barack Obama can like the boys. Mitt Romney can like Ted Lasso. Like it's just what's going to happen. It doesn't change anything. They can still do all the insane shit they do regardless of what type of content they consume. Um, fucking Paul Ryan likes rage against the machine. Like <laughs> fuck off all like, of course, of, of course. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what any of them say on Twitter about it. It's like, he'll still listen and he'll still be the same person he is. I think, God damn I think it. what we see a lot of, a lot of times is like, um, with, it's the same thing with people who like delve into like crazy conspiracy theories. Yeah. And that is like, we see we are in the midst of like a declining, uh, collapsing empire. And it's a lot easier for people to like pin their hopes on Ted Lasso or like believe in, in blood sucking yeah. pedophiles yeah. than it is to actually accept that shit sucks. Yeah. I know it's just literally creating any type of fiction that you can around yeah, it's, any it's, of this. It's a way to live vicariously through something that makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It is just like that old ESPN show playmakers, except if it was on packs, but <laughs> yeah. if only, if only fucking Joe Manchin would watch <laughs> Ted, oh, Lasso. Yeah, Ted it's like Lasso. It's like if Bernie or like not Bernie, but if Barney said, fuck, I know Ted Lasso needs to be on the democratic negotiations for this bill. Yeah. My God. He'd, he'd get them all squared we, away. We get, we get it done folks. He would tap that believe sign and Kristen cinema would change your mind about everything. That's what's holding us back is that they're just consuming the wrong media. They're not listening to the right podcast. They're not listening to the right music. If all, if only, if only Justin Bieber would have like died when he was 13, this would all be fine. <laughs> Sorry. I actually like Justin Bieber a little bit, but whatever. This is the most Jokerified Kyle we've I, ever dude, had. I, this is what happens when I have been working for like 40 hours straight and I cannot think of anything else. And I'll, my brain has just become unleashed. Uh, what else can I go off on? I there, I, there's nothing. I mean, there's everything else. And, and then the same way, there's nothing else. But I'm just going to have, I scrolled back up in our chat and I'm just looking at that fucking thumbs up from Mitt Romney and I'm just going <laughs> to lose my mind. What kind of fucking soccer ball is that too? The shit looks plastic as hell. Where did he buy that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> looks Thanks like a dollar the- general ass soccer ball. I like to see him <laughs> kick a soccer ball. This man's favorite meat. F- this man said his favorite meat was hot dog. <laughs> like this man. <laughs> I just put something in the chat for you boys. For oh my God, dude. What have you done? Who did this? Who, who I- made the Bain capital AFC Richmond Jersey? That would be me. You did you make that? Yes. I hate you <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate everything here. Uh, Thank I you mean, for listening, folks. Is it more or less evil than the uh, company that Sam had to cover up with tape and all that? Uh, boy, that's a. I mean, the the all the other joke there is that like. Saudi oil owns half of the premier league anyway, at this point. So yeah. yeah Mohammed bin Salman pretty much can like, dictate. <laughs> Mohammed bin Salman just bought Newcastle. He so. just owns the FA cup. Yeah. Now. So that's great. There, anyway. There's not even a tournament anymore. He just owns the cup. Yeah. 
Ugh. I don't know, man. This this shit just like and also with teachers and everything just uh, just makes me want to die. I, I can't like I know there are teachers that are near and dear to people in this podcast's heart, and I just don't know how they do it at this point. Honestly, it's Heroes. just it's absurd. Like so much so that like we can't talk to certain people on this podcast for fear of like retribution. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, that that's genuinely what it is. Like if we had like a Utah teacher on here and like people found out about it, like it would, they would get fired just because of the thin line that they're walking on at this point. Yeah. Because you, you have like areas. people like that Eric Moustaus guy who like goes out there and tries to find like teachers flying pride flags yep. and tries to get them fired. Oh, you mean the Utah of the year? Yeah. Eric must. Yeah. Such a yeah. cool guy. Utah of the year. The yeah. guy who got fired from being a cop. Because he didn't want to work pride, which yep. honestly, no cops of pride, but yeah. <laughs> kind of took it in the opposite direction there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, sorry for going jokerified about fucking Ted Lasso, but damn, I'm laying on a floor looking at children's toys and it's <laughs> raising my mood again. So we're good. You think Keely and, uh, uh, Roy Candle stay together. I, are they? St- I don't even fucking remember the first season. All I can remember is this. All I see is red. Uh, <laughs> those good feelings I used to have are gone. Do you need to? Do you need to take a minute and take some take some shots on on Noah's mini hoop right there? <laughs> you, you, you think they'll ever do good in the Premier League again? Oh, that's right. They got rights to the Premier League, so they get to go back to the Premier League now. God, <laughs> I love I love this country it rules. I love. Branding. I love companies also. Companies. You know, my, my favorite we thing are company about, men. My, my favorite thing about like Ted Lasso is that you, you can tell when they're gonna win a game based on if they're allowed to use the logo of yep. the team they're playing or not. Yep. Like, oh wow, looks like they're playing Manchester City. Well, that's an L. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh wow, Everton's not showing their logo at all. That's a dub. Yeah. Oh cool. Branding. That's awesome. It's the it's future. Great. Yeah, well, drink your vitamin C, boys and girls. Um, any any parting thoughts, my friends, before we sign off for the night? It's great to record in person again, Greg. This Thanks was for a good time. Us. I'm glad we were able to do that. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, nice. I'm looking forward to the inevitable uh, Mitt Romney cameo in Ted Lasso. Oh, God. God if me. this becomes a recurring character, fuck. That's how Ted Lasso became. All right. Jordan, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>